0: The Narrow Bridge has been a film that I've been working on for the last five years. It's been a low budget um, independent documentary and a real roller coaster of a journey with ups and downs for me. Um, it's something that's really been a, a work of um, a labour of love. Um, so it's a searching journey, really, into the souls of four people who. Um, after going through terrible pain, develop strength they never had before. So it follows the stories of two Israelis, two Palestinians, two women, two men, who each lost a child or parent in the conflict and um, instead of responding with anger or depression or revenge, have managed to transform their grief into a bridge for understanding and building reconciliation. Um, So that's kind of the story of the film. And I'm a child and adult psychologist in my day job and I work with people who've experienced trauma. So it's kind of through my lens as a trauma psychologist trying to understand their journey, trying to understand how they managed to do what they did. Um, But beyond their personal stories, there's also a, a more social slash political side, in that they all belong to the Israeli-Palestinian bereaved families organization or grassroots movement, which is quite controversial in both Israeli and Palestinian societies. Um,
1: And um, even controversial, I believe, uh, amongst some of the other relatives of the four characters in the film. Some of the brothers or parents were against uh, cooperation on this level.
0: That's true. Some of the relatives didn't want to come to the joint Israeli-Palestinian memorial ceremony when the people in my film spoke at that ceremony. That that's true. Um, I, I'm very aware that um, holding that ceremony on Erav Yom Hazikaron is very confronting for people, um, as may tell in the film says herself, um, Yom Zikaron is a sacred day, the most sacred day in many ways in the calendar for many Israelis and people want to be able to remember their own fallen and to have to remember the fallen on the other side, on the enemy side, is very confronting for people. But I know that the people in the organisation are aware of that difficulty and that complexity but they feel that remembering the deaths and and, and mourning that together is a step towards trying to prevent further deaths in the future.
1: Let me guess the reaction of many Israelis and Palestinians to this film. Um, they'll say, oh, she's an outsider, an outsider, she lives in Australia, she couldn't possibly understand the, um, the agony of living with the day-to-day threat of terrorism from the Israeli side and from the Palestinian side. She couldn't possibly understand um, the day-to-day realities of the occupation. Um, but you have actually worked in a Jerusalem hospital as a psychologist with... With, um, victims of violence from both sides haven't you
0: right so let me tell you a little about that i am an australian i um, i was born here um, i was involved in a zionist youth movement in in my teenage years and uh, was always very connected to israel and then i came and did my masters in psychology at the hebrew university and lived and worked in jerusalem for eight years i then had to come back to australia for specific family reasons but was quite torn about that and have have continued to remain very connected to Israel and wanted to express that connection in a practical way. So over the last 12 years or so, I've been spending a month each year working as a psychologist, an honorary psychologist, with Israeli and Palestinian children and their families in the paediatric department at Hadassah Hospital. Um, And um, through that work, I really saw the first... I saw firsthand on the, one hand, on the one side the effects of the ongoing conflict and how fear and hate can grow on both sides, but I also saw what happens when an Israeli Jewish boy shares a hospital room with a Palestinian Muslim boy, which happens on a daily basis, and how in that shared intimacy of sickness and vulnerability, people get to know each other simply as human beings and relationships can change. So I think that grief, like sickness, can level people in a different way and create a bond.
1: What would be the one um, outstanding feature you've learned from the people, in, in the, the characters in the film?
0: Um, <laughs> um, look, I guess I learned that even after devastating loss, it's possible for people to hear... Uh, hear the pain and story of the other and what an enormous difference that makes and that terrible pain can change you and that you can find strengths you never had before. Um, You know, there is a concept called post-traumatic growth which has been kind of researched over the last 20 years. We're we're all familiar with the idea of post-traumatic stress disorder but there is also this idea that people can grow after trauma and um, find strengths in themselves that they didn't have before. Um, I guess I also learned that um, that grassroots people-to-people peace-building projects really do make a difference. I, get, I wasn't that convinced about the value of these sort of things myself, but I've really seen that that kind of grassroots work does make a difference, and that people to people connection does change people and I've heard that from many people on both the Israeli and Palestinian side, so I think that you can't just have what's called a top down approach to conflict resolution like we tried to have with the Oslo Accords. It can't just be something coming from the politicians down, we need to have something. Coming up from the grassroots, what's called a bottom-up approach to conflict, where we're changing the culture of conflict on the ground, where we're breaking down stereotypes and reducing the sense of fear and mistrust and reducing each side's experience of, I'm the victim here, exclusive victimhood, and realising that both sides have experienced terrible loss and pain and both sides have been victims in this conflict.
1: How can you ensure that when you screen this film in Israel, it's not just preaching to the converted, you know, the Tel Aviv Cinematech merits crowd who are already on board with, uh, you know, moves to reconciliation. How can you get to a wider audience?
0: I think that's a really good question and it's something that's important to me and I'm wanting the film to get to a wider audience. Um, um, The film has got... number of different distributors one who's trying to sell it into the different television broadcasters so i would really love for it to be screened on israeli tv Um, the other thing i'm doing is i'm building a social change program around the film so doing a shorter you know um, 56 minute version of it um, with a study guide around it that could be used in Israeli and Palestinian community centres, schools, um, that sort of thing, and, and, and to provide a basis for discussion and workshops.
1: The film so got uh, was got, the film got very good reviews and international film festivals. It was described as an impact film. What does that mean?
0: Okay, so impact films is a new concept around documentaries. It's really saying that. Um, You make a documentary, it's not just that you want people to watch it and enjoy it as a film. You want that film to try and change things. And we know that documentary film are a powerful way of um, helping people understand stories outside of their usual frame of reference. So it's trying to leverage the use of the film to to create change on a range of different levels, on an individual level, a community level, political levels. So it's finding ways to use films to create change.
1: And finally, the title, Narrow Bridge. What does that mean?
0: (laughs) Okay, so um, the Narrow Bridge resonates in a number of different ways. These bereaved Israelis and Palestinians are building a bridge of understanding between their two societies, Uh, trying to build a bridge of reconciliation. Um, But as well as this kind of cross-community bridge, I think they've also crossed an internal bridge in their own personal journeys from from grief and trauma to peace activism and post-traumatic growth. They've had to step out, often way out of their comfort zones, to find and build this bridge. In fact, Bassam, the Palestinian man in the film, says this is how to use your pain to build a bridge between people. And I was fascinated when I looked into the concept of the narrow bridge and found that both cultures have this idea. We know know very well uh, Reb Nachman's quote and song the whole world is a very narrow bridge but we must not be afraid but i found that in islamic culture there's also quote a quote that every person must cross the narrow bridge on judgment day and um that's that's a bridge of i guess morality and doing the right thing in the world so it was interesting to find that both cultures had this kind of concept of a narrow bridge